Welcome to Turn to Your Neighbor. This is the Christian Talk Show where we talk about the church, music, movies, social media, and a whole lot more. My name is Cliff and this is Dr. T. Hi, neighbors. And this is Big Dre. What up? Neighbors! Mm, that came from my toes. That was a solid one right there. Um, from the from the depths of your spirit. There's a lot of things happening with my spirit tonight. Hey, neighbors, I'm going to be transparent with y'all off the top. There's some things going on in my digestive tract right oh, now. Boy. And so I'm going to try to make it through the show. But if you see me have to just skedaddle real quick, just know I'm going to be back. I'm going to have to go dark on the screen real quick. And it's just there's a, there's a lot lots of things happening. It was a good salad, though. You know what I'm saying? Salad and turkey burger. But just you know, with all that gets moving, it just clears things out. But. You know, digestive tract health is really an under underutilized, under discussed part of the community. And we just need to start taking care of yourselves. Make sure you all poop at least once a day. Yeah, Amen. Salad and turkey burgers are notorious for messing up your stomach. Yeah. Hey man, yeah. the salad keeps you keeps me moving, brother. You know, get the greens in there. I don't be messing with that iceberg either, man. Get get you some real greens either. Romaine, uh, spinach. Uh, that the iceberg. You don't know any other lettuces, do you? <laughs> arugula. That, no, I hate arugula. I ain't gonna lie. I hate arugula. That stuff is nasty. They be trying to mess up some good salads with that, but they do. Kale. I see. Kale makes me curse, and so yo people just be eating and seaweed chips. Like, stop. Have you ever seen someone eat a seaweed chip? There's no polite way to eat a seaweed chip. People just <laughs> crumple them, the whole thing, just shove it in their whole face. It'd be the most, but that's okay. Um, I'm back. I'm back. I'm sorry. Some Thank people- you for doing that before Cliff asks people to share. <laughs> oh, yeah. I-, I think it's best that we get, you know, that mess, literally mess out of the way before we invite in company. This is family, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to, that's just right. We could keep that in the house, but I just wanted to be transparent with the people. What's See, the neighbors are already praying for your bowels, praying I, for your intestines. Bowels is a wild word when you say it over the airways, but okay, I'm with you. I'm just telling you what's going on. <laughs> they they are here praying for you. Somebody's praying. Yeah, Mac, that's right. It's the gas, really. There's, there's a couple air bubbles. You know what I'm saying? That's all. I'm good. Go ahead. It's all good. Uh, neighbors, I want to thank you for hanging out, hanging with us tonight. If you just walked in, Dre talking about his bowel movements and his intestinal issues, it's just part for the course for this show. That's, that's what it is. Appreciate everybody hanging with us tonight. Uh, do me a favor and please share right now. Share, hit the like button, do both, do something. Um, help us out. Whether you're on YouTube or Facebook, you can, you can share. Uh, YouTube, make sure you hit the like button on YouTube. Facebook, you're on your phone at the bottom. There's a bunch of emojis. Come on, hit hit one of them. Hit some of them. Do something. Yeah, this is a good show. I've seen the rundown. It's a great show. This is one to share, I think. She does her work. Amen. Every now and again. (laughs) Yo, Derek James is coming off the top rope already. We always talking ish on this show. That's true. We are. And now I'm just talking the literal ish. That's all. But we back at it. That's, I guess that's part of the charm of the show. Yeah. You just never know. Uh, can I give a couple of shout outs? I saw some folks I hadn't seen before. Let me give a shout out to Joyce. 
<laughs> right. And hello, Joyce. <laughs> oh, that's true. I shouldn't have started off with that. Joyce, this is actually my apologies. I, yeah, that's bad. I'm sorry, Joyce. You know, shout out. She's down at Rothrock Cafe, though. They got good coffee down there. Shout out to Joyce. Yo, we should totally do a live from Rothrock Cafe. Okay, that, that, okay. I wasn't ready for the excitement that that brought. Yeah, I just, <laughs> y'all two be live. It's local. It's, well, yeah, local to us. Yeah, y'all two can I like Rothrock. It's so cute. I've never actually been in. I know some coffee snob, snobs that swear by that place. And let's be honest, some of y'all are snobs. Some of y'all are doing the most with I'm not. But yes, they do, they they do swear uh by Rothrock. So shout out to Joyce. Um, anybody else that may have missed this and all ghost watchers. I see y'all. I appreciate you. Those who really don't want to engage. Joyce is like, let's make it happen. Yes. We'll talk, Joyce. We'll talk off air. We'll talk off. All I need is a lifetime supply. Every time <laughs> no. I go up in, I will wear a Rock Rock T-shirt every show if I can get free coffee. I will never understand coffee snobbery. Never. There's levels to this, evidently. I'll never, I'll never get it. People who are very serious about their coffee. Yeah. And if you don't understand it, they will look at you like you don't understand it. Like, mm, what's wrong with you? And, and so it's just, you know, for me, I just stick with something from Dunkin's that is sugary and sweet. And it's probably not even coffee by the time I drink it. <laughs> that's, that's okay. That's okay. No, I'm not a snob. I'm not one of those people who will like wait in the Starbucks line for, you know, 30 minutes. Is Starbucks even coffee at this point? All the stuff they're putting in there. I don't get paying that much money for something I can make in my house. I'm not a coffee drinker anyway, but it's something I can easily make in my house. So it all tastes the same. Anyway. Yo, I love Joyce's energy. She's giving me all the energy I need right now. Right. She just told us if you know, if you know. If you know, you know. If you mm -hmm. don't, you know. <laughs> I feel like Rothrock is that ideal blend. It's not It's not intimidating when you go in there. The people okay. are friendly. See, I'm, okay. I'm working this, folks. You the are. people are friendly. You, you might see Coach Franklin in there. That's happened to me a few times. So that's his spot. He's a regular. Okay. Um, you can get some work done. People are nice. It's just I, I like you can have a meeting. You can have a not a meeting, not a work meeting. Meeting. It's it's nice. Okay. Don't get we now we. This is evidently a bigger topic than I realized because people have thoughts and opinions. Once again, I've hijacked the show. My apologies, Cliff. You it's have good. It's Let all good. I, hey, the people. Like, I factor in your randomness. Pretty at this much. Point people. Yeah, I started doing that a long time ago. <laughs> people. People get hyped about their coffee. I guess I don't get it. Okay, it's a real thing. I could use some coffee right now. It would clear this whole situation out. Coffee is good for your system. It really is. Once again, digestive tract health. It's important, people. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Brother. It's all good. It's all good. So the first thing I want to talk about, um, the Barner Research Group is a Christian research company. So they did a study on um, multicultural churches and what the study and basically how the dynamics of multicultural churches um, especially affect black people. So black people who attend multicultural churches, and so they were trying to find out, is this a good thing? for black people? What kind of issues, what kind of challenges were black people having attending multicultural churches? And here's some of the stuff they found. 29% of black people um, 
that attend a multicultural church have experienced some type of racial prejudice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and compared to 11% of black people have experienced some type of racial prejudice at a, at a, a non-multicultural church. So okay. like if you're black, you go to predominantly black church, 11% of those people have experienced some type of, some type of prejudice. I'm about to say we wasn't batting, we wasn't exactly batting zero at black churches because it's no, no, oh no, 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 no. It just look, look, look at that dark skin. We, and light skin yeah, we still, we still ain't over the dark skin. A lot of stuff that gets said inside that black church. Yeah, we still ain't over that. Um, more than one quarter of black practicing Christians feel some type of pressure to give up part of their racial or ethnic identity in a multicultural church. That's okay. about twenty-seven percent, okay. and finds it difficult to build relationships. Interesting. Yeah. So those are some of like the major points from the study. Um, Did it say this is this is nerd talk now? Excuse me. Did it say how they are defining multicultural church? More than multiple races. So more than one. Okay. I, I, I so guess. it's not predominantly, but I think those churches tend to be predominantly yeah. white. Actually. Yeah. These churches are predominantly white, but they have. But they just have numbers have of numbers of other races. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one more thing I found that uh, Christians of color often face barriers to sharing their opinions, whether, um, whether as a congregant or even as a leader. So even if the multicultural organization brings in leaders of color, these individuals are not given authority or ability to make change. <laughs> Yo, Cliff. What are we doing? Like, this is good. This is the research, man. This is, <laughs> this is the, I think this is, this is important. And, and listen, like you know, we talked on this show before, I had no problems being part of a multicultural. I, I actually tried to sought. Um, I, I went out and, and looked for multicultural churches to join. One name church, um, right? Huh? One name church. Yes, exactly. One name and then second word church. Yes. Right, right, right. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> Life. <laughs> Yeah. Substance, life, substance, transformation, restoration, uh, renewal. Yes, <laughs> courageous. <laughs> like any any kind of word. First and then second word. Church. That's what I was looking for. But I think that so I have some stories because I've been to. I was raised in a predominantly black church that is in the black church tradition. So right. I think there's sort of different things you have like newer churches that are predominantly black but aren't necessarily designed in the tradition of the black church right and yeah. then right and then you have like if your church had as opposed to one name 50. Yeah. those would be the traditional black that's the black church traditions so i grew up in one of those yeah, that, before that. we came somewhat new agey because my dad started a different church but in the multicultural churches, this happened within the last few years. One woman, can you, are y'all hearing me echo? Yeah, echo. Yeah. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna take my mic out. Somebody else talks. It is okay. It's an interesting thing. Okay. Hear my echo. Hey neighbors, if y'all hear our echo, let us know. If not, we're gonna keep on rocking. Um, it, it is interesting. Pattern. I have been a part of. I was at. I went to a school, elementary school that was a church uh, attached to what would almost be seen as. 
I don't know if they're a multicultural church. I don't know, but there were multi multicultures in there, um, multiple cultures in there. So it was multi ethnicities in there, and it was a very interesting thing. I have always felt in in some of those experiences as if, yes, I can just tell the difference. I didn't necessarily always feel as at home, but I don't know if I ever experienced anything that was directly related to racism or anything surrounding my experience with inside of the church. I wonder if this was if this was based around something that's more like recent um, or, or if this was a, a was this a recent study that was done and to see what even the political climate that had been over the last several years inside of this nation, if that brought some things to the forefront. Okay, I can't hear Cliff now. Because I had my mic on mute. Okay. <laughs> That's why. Because uh, I was checking the stream to make sure you were you, you all good. So it makes me think, you know, is this, um, and this was a recent study, this study came out in April uh, okay. this year. Um, it makes me think, should should black people look to to go to multicultural churches or should we just stay with our quote unquote own kind? Yes. Yes, what? Stay with your own kind. You think we should stay with our own kind? <laughs> Yo, hit me with that. So you know, um, Austin Channing, she wrote that book, I'm Still Here. Mm -hmm. And in that book, one of her, one of the things she talks about is like, if you are around white people all day, every day for your job, maybe you don't want to sing. I can say I've seen that. I have seen that. I have seen black people not excited about fellowshipping with white people after being with them all week. So it's work. not about white people. It's just about wanting to be around black people. I need to bow out real quick. I'm, I'm going to be right back. <laughs> Is he bowing out because of his stomach or because of the, the, the topic? <laughs> but I, I mean, I don't see. The thing is that it's going to be, it's, we're going to all be together at one point. Mm -hmm. Now, either we're together here or we're together in heaven. But one, one way or another, we all going to be together. But race won't exist in heaven. So you're saying we should just be separate. We should, we should, Sunday should still continue to be the most segregated day. Not segregated. If people choose to gather with their fellow you know, race brethren. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's all I'm saying. Like, don't, I don't think people have to see it as is when black people are doing it, especially because they're not in the majority or when Latinx people are doing it or people who primarily speak a different language. You know, I've been around like Korean churches. It's not about them. It's not an antagonistic posture towards white Christians. It's about a purposeful communityness. With mm -hmm. it's about purposefully fellowshipping with people who share your culture. That's all. Okay, but if if our goal is for our society to change the way that people of color are treated, and to change the way people of color are perceived, shouldn't that change begin in church? And if we, if if we are not exposed to different races, 
how can we effectively um, change our thinking as it relates to that race? There's other ways to expose yourself to other races. Okay, but okay, but if we can't if we can't do it in in the um, under the umbrella of worshiping together, what hope is there for if we can't worship together? What hope is there for working together and you know all this other stuff like working in the professional world? Like what hope what hope is that if we can't accomplish worship? But I don't think that being in I think it's a lot easier for somebody to say praise Jesus to you and hallelujah next to you on Sunday. Those same people will be all up in their microaggressions Monday through Friday. So I have directly experienced that. So I don't think that it necessarily helps, especially because these churches tend to still be predominantly white. And they tend to be, I had a conversation like this at a multicultural church that was predominantly white. I told the pastor, I said, you are culturally a white church. Even though they had black people in leadership, even though there were various races of people in the pews, the worship songs were white. Exactly. The... Themes, sort of how they approached their style of worship, of preaching, of doing things. When they would invite guest speakers, those people were usually white. It was a culturally white church. They just happened to have black people. Exactly. Yeah. So nothing changes when you have that. So Max says, if a person of non-color goes to a black church, is it then multicultural? I, I would define multicultural as if you have multiple people of a different race than the majority. So not just one black person or one black family, but if you have multiple black families, then I would say you have a multicultural church or multiple white families and a predominantly black church, I would consider that multicultural. Yeah. So, but I think that's the challenge with, that's the challenge with a lot of this, this, this blending is that we are the ones, and I can't find a better term, but from what I've seen, it's, it's the black people who are the ones who have to compromise in this agreement. Uh, compromise is probably not the best word, but we're the ones who have to who have to um, change assimilate. our assimilate exactly because they're not going. White churches aren't. They're not going to change their music because you get an influx of of. Um, black people or or um, people who identify as Latin, um, they're just going to keep doing what they do, and you just got to get used to it. They're not going to sing stuff that you may already, you might know. I went to one church in Minneapolis, though. They had three pastors. Two were white, one was black. They took turns preaching, different Sundays. I mean, mm -hmm. but one of them was like the main guy, but the other two pastors were very visible. And they had a gospel Sunday where all they sang was like traditional. Well, it wasn't traditional gospel. It was like Kirk Franklin. But yeah. that was their way of saying 
this is where we sing black people songs without saying this is where we sing black people songs. Oh, they literally called it the black, they literally called it Gospel Sunday. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was a very interesting model. We still couldn't, it was still too culturally white for us. But. Yeah. It, see, it, it's it's tough because having like I said, I've, I've said before, I've experienced the multicultural thing. And the thing that I appreciate about, I'll say white churches, predominantly white churches, is that you get church without a lot of the extra fluff. <laughs> you get church with a lot of extra, un, what I see is unnecessary stuff. You mean on Sundays? Like on the, Sundays, yes. On the oh, service, yeah, sure. The service you get. Because they got to get you out for the next service. Well, but even even when even when I've been there and there's only one service, they they, they still not taking forever. You still That's don't true. have everybody and their mother saying stuff. Like if somebody's supposed to come up and do something, they get up, they do their job, and they sit down. They don't get up and they feel the need to preach and then before the preacher and all this other extra stuff. So I think I think it's stuff that we could as a black church culture, the things we could take from the white church culture or borrow. Um that would um, probably be more appealing to people who feel the need to cross over, quote unquote, cross over into the mm. multicultural, traditionally white church side. I actually, I actually have a. Why second. are you raising your hand? I had a point. I had some. It was actually a, um, a different point of view. I, I was. I took some time to think while I was handling my business. Um, for me, it was an interesting thing. I, I grew up in I grew up in a very white town. Um, I went to one of the two predominantly black churches that were in the town. Um, for me, church was a point of cultural identity and learning yes. myself and learning. And this was one of the few places that I saw uh, people of color, particularly black people, in charge. Um, I got to understand the idea of black doctors. Black doctorates, um, black lawyers, uh, and, and so it is. It was a very, it did a lot more for me than it was about much more than just developing my spirit as a Christian. It was really about developing my identity as a black man, and so that's where a lot of that was very important to me. Um, and that was one of the things that I am thankful to my, to my, to my family for the choices that they made in terms of the service that they went to. What's interesting um, is even when I was younger, I would see, I, and I would have friends that would, I would have black friends that would go to the other church and they would come visit us and you would see their faces just like light up. You're like, oh. And there were even some kids who would just come to the church. Their parents would go to other churches, but they would come to our church just because it was just something that they were seeking or they would disappear for a while, but then they would come back and they're like, yeah, man, I just had to get in and I just had to, you know, I just had to see everybody. It's like, they need to recharge. You need to tap in and plug into something. And so it, that it's a bit of a different experience, right. but it was something that was very important to my identity, who I was and who I am. Cause I can speak to very specific things about what I was taught. Like I was exposed to a concept of Saturday school through the, or the people in my church. If anybody understands what Saturday school is, is where you are, um, it's extra schooling, and in it, we were basically talking about Black history, things that weren't being taught inside the schools. Hmm. Um, and it, it, it was, it was, it was a very big thing, and is yeah. something that was one of the few organizational points for people of color. I, 
that's so political. I'm so trained. It was for black people in this town. And, and so it was it was very important to me. I agree so, with that. All right, I want to get to, to two of the neighbors' comments. Natalie says that the development of the Americanized church at its essence has yet to deal with true roots. We can't truly exemplify heavenly unity until we deal with that. We can't truly be the church and show the world how to do this until we can uproot those demons. I completely agree. Mm -hmm. And then Paris is he's he's referencing the comment I made about the extra fluff, I'm assuming, at church. Mm -hmm. And so Paris says the fluff is important to our traditions, but the church is really the only place where black folk could speak up and be in leadership positions during the week. I understand that. I think, mm -hmm. uh, and, and I, I totally get that. I, I, I'm going to be honest. A part of it is because I've grown up in that and now I'm older now and I my tolerance for that is a lot less. When I went, went, and then once you, once you realize that you can still have church without all that other stuff, my tolerance for it is a lot less. And that, that's probably just my personal thing. Like I don't need that extra stuff anymore. I think there's a way for predominantly black churches to offer different styles. I think that, you know, I've been to churches that have like an expedited service, if you will, mm -hmm. where it's like a one hour thing, max 90 minutes. And it's at a specific time. And you if you got to go like that's when you go to. Yeah. And then you got the one where basically every other Sunday, the Holy Spirit takes over and we may get to the sermon or we may not. And we may do, you know, and it's like that kind of thing. And sometimes you have a, one of those days and you want to do all of that. Um, sometimes you're not. Uh, I, I do think it's, th there are so many complications. I think we sort of live life differently. We live life much more fast paced. We are working. Sometimes I'm working on a Sunday, unfortunately. Like there's, there are, I feel like I have different pressures as a professional and as a mom than my parents had. And mm. so I think that they had more time to, there was just a different appreciation. Your boss don't care if it's Sunday. Mm -hmm. say some, some bosses don't. And I'm not saying that, I mean, I have more autonomy now in the role that I'm in, but for the most part, our work week doesn't necessarily end at a hard Friday at five, yeah. right? The, or six or whatever. A, a lot of us are working under different circumstances. So I think that's real. Like we need to be able to accommodate the range of lifestyles. Um, but at the end of the day, what is important for us and when we decided to stop going to a multicultural church and go to a predominantly black church. It was because it was after Charlottesville happened. And we were like, we're raising a black boy mm -hmm. in a very white town. I think the town is like 2% black. He needs a day where he's not the only person Right. Yeah. <laughs> he needs a day where he's not just not the only person where he's in the majority, where almost everybody looks like him and he can see a range of people because we also don't live near our, you know, like blood family, our relatives. 
So it's not like he's with cousins and all that kind of stuff, aunts and uncles regularly. So going to a black church is important for us because it's where we have, it's the only place in our town in a sense where we get cultural community and cultural community that's aligned with our values. We have other communities of black people that we rock with who don't necessarily share our faith uh, beliefs. And so it's important for us to get all of that and to expose our kids to all of that and to know like, okay, he could go over such and such house. And I know there ain't nothing too foolish going on over there because if it is, I'm telling pastor, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you you need to have that just as a, as a parent, that was real important for us. And so I think that anybody listening who is not black, um, you know, who might be tempted to read this in an offensive way, this conversation, I would say, just keep thinking about that. It's not to be in a place where you are in the minority all the time is exhausting. And it's about us getting some relief. It's not about us saying this is better. This is, it's just different. And about getting some relief. Yeah, I think. You want to be around people who can understand you on a different level. Dre, I'll, get, I'll let you have the last word before we move on. And I want to be clear. This is not just about black people. There other, other cultures and races that think doing the same thing. We have, there's a state college Korean church. Like yeah. there, there are people who are being, being very blatant and saying, no, nah, this is what we're doing over here. Yeah. This is the population we serve. Um, and, and so it is, a, it is an important thing to understand that. You know what I just thought about when you said that, I know I'm interrupting your last word. What do you think? Okay. Do they serve food after church at the Korean church? Okay. And what do they serve? <laughs> and is there like a, bring a neighbor friends and family Sunday because I, I, I'm trying to get <laughs> Yo, that's true. This is something, this is a goal of mine. Now, this this, now my goal. I don't know when, after, when after every service, but I'm sure they have times when they serve. For food. friends and family day. Invite me. There, there, this is a real thing. This is a real thing because I know folks who would come to our church and if, if there was a meal on that day, Minds would be blown. Minds would be. That's before we started buying the chicken from the store because Walmart, yeah. Walmart chicken. Sorry, I think bro. Walmart chicken is better than what people want to say, but I'm yeah. not going to get into this. That's topic. a whole other show. That's a whole other show. Walmart chicken's more hitting than people really want to get into. They oh, know how to handle a yard bird. Yes, but I'm I'm, I'm going to leave that alone though. But but yes, it's not just black folks who are doing this. It is always important to remember the community, what historically the church has meant, especially to black people in America, it served more than just a religious foundation. It was a community. And, and so some of the, and if you really think about it historically, some of the fluff that we see nowadays, uh, hour long announcements is because they were announcing what was happening for the entire community for that week and what had happened. You know what I mean? And so it was, as we have become a more fast-paced and more streamlined society, there, that doesn't necessarily fit in as well, but it represented so much more at one point in time. I don't know why I got so serious so quick. I'm it's done. all right. That's all right. <laughs> so we, we could probably talk the rest of the show about this. We're going to move on. Right. Um, and we're going to have a little fun. All right. I want y'all to check this out. So can I get a quick, quick timeout? 
Go ahead. I need to go to Max comment. Can I get Max last comment? To Walmart chicken? Yeah. So if we're going out of five, he's saying Walmart chicken has three oils. For those of you who don't know, we have oil rankings over here. Zero to, you know, being no oils, it ain't worth nothing. Five oils being, you know, that's the oiliest. That's the that's next to holiness. Three oils is a solid ranking. I would lean more towards 3.5. Yeah, yeah. but I think 3.5 is fair. I think three. It but depends on the Walmart. It depends. On, three oils is a, a solid ranking. Well, you well, know well. what makes Walmart worse? What right. you have to go through to, to get, get your stuff. Get you. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really? I've I've never. You you go there, you order it, and then you go pick it up. Like I've never had. It depends on who's in there. Oh, okay. So Walmart Walmart chicken is good enough for you to not want to cook it, cook yourself. Right. So it's good enough for you to just say, "Oh, right, I'll just do it. I'll just get it from Walmart." It's, it's good enough. You see, it's I good. got two people we got to hit real quick. We got to hit your mother. What okay. she just said, because that's that was real. No, I said Walmart chicken is okay because oh, we absolutely. still cook greens and oh yeah, you, you can't get the size. Oh, we gonna get we gonna cook the accoutrement. Yeah, we gonna yeah, cook yeah. the yeah. sides. And joy, joy, so joy other races do that. <laughs> just black people. Yeah. Well, we'll get it. It depends. You everybody has their go-to chicken place, but yep. we will buy the fried chicken and then cook all the sides. Yep, because the frying can cost them to do too much. Can we get? Can we recognize Joyce's last comment? Because it was an important answer that I think we all need to recognize. I'm here for it, Joyce. Joyce, let us know. Okay, Joyce said, I used to go to a Chinese Alliance church and we had food after church every Sunday and everybody's invited. We well, need the specific go. name and address and the first Sunday that we're, we can come. And I think it is actually called the Chinese Alliance Church. I oh, think. that's what it's called. Oh. Yeah. Um, now, now, here's the question when we're going to get a little potentially, yeah, it's called Chinese Alliance Church. They call it Chinese, Chinese Alliance Church. Here's when we get a little questionable. Was this culturally relevant food? Because if, if people come in there with the Papa John's, yeah, I gotta remember. Um, I don't want it. Chinese Chinese food is different than the Chinese American food. Exactly. I'm, here from, I'm here for it. I'm here for that. We get from the Chinese <laughs> like, Chinese restaurants like, on the corner. Like, like, y'all just y'all jokers eating these wontons. This ain't that I mean these the cream cheese one. That's <laughs> not even us over here. <laughs> I only eat at Chinese places. Where I see other Chinese people eating. Exactly. There was one spot like that up here. I found out there was a secret menu that was specifically reserved for uh, people who like either spoke Chinese or they were international students or like they knew how to order from this menu and they got the good stuff. Okay. Place down. I'm sorry. Uh, Joyce has answered your question. She says yes. There's a Chinese alliance here too, but I went to one that was in Tampa. And it was Chinese food. The aunties and uncles on teams weren't joking around. Let's go. There you go. Let's go. There Joyce, go. we will just, between Rothrock and now learning this, we're going to talk to you later, Joyce. <laughs> Joyce, welcome to the neighborhood. Well, and she says, and she says, and yes, her family cooks their own sides. We're Bruneian, excuse me if I mispronounced that, Chinese, and have our own fixings. There Joyce, you go. We have so much. Joyce, you, you may go. have to do on the air at some point. We have a lot. No matter, no matter what your culture is, some of the th some things are universal. <laughs> All right, brother, let's go. Let's right, go. I want y'all to check this out. We're gonna do something fun. Um, so today on tw uh, Twitter, something was trending. Um, 
they show this picture, and I'll if you can't see it, I'll, I'll read all these groups. Um, but what's trending on Twitter, you got to pick four of these um, somewhat well-known R&B groups. And so I'm going to read from that. This is one of the easiest pick one things I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Right, the easiest. But I'm going to read it for our um, uh, audio listeners. You have from, from the top left to right, um, you have Total, TLC, 702, SWV, In Vogue, Escape, Destiny's Child, Brownstone, Changing Faces, Zane, Jade, 3LW, Black, Danity Kane, Cut Close, and Allure. I already know. I only really need three. I don't even need four. I just need. I'll take three of them and get the and get rid of the rest. It's that third, fourth. It's the fourth. It's the fourth that people are gonna. It's the fourth. That's gonna be the most because Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all want to go first. Y'all want me to go? Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. I would say uh, Destiny's Child, TLC, In Vogue. And then yeah. you could throw the rest of them. I, I could care less about the rest of them. I, I do, they, I do. They're all fine, fine singers. Fine I'm, I'm only with you on two. I'm only with you on two. Okay. Here we, here we go. Let me <laughs> just say this. Before y'all get into any type of Destiny's Child Beyonce hate. Okay. <laughs> Let me just get my thing out of the way. Go ahead. I'm, I'm with Cliff. Okay. Plus SWV. Okay. The the three, yeah. the four, the three, the easy three for me is Destiny's Child, TLC, and Escape. Why do I say Escape? Candy Burst wrote a lot of music for a lot of people. Well, we're talking I, about Escape. Like, we're talking about the my concern escape. is if she disappeared, does her music that she produced over the years disappear? And I don't. I don't care. Oh involve vocally involved wipes the floor <laughs> with Escape. Exactly. In wipes Vogue, the floor. I was never a fan of Invoke. In Vogue like is like vocal. Uh, Invoke is like Jordan versus a, a kid playing. You gonna ask me? I, I would take SWV before Invoke. No. That's just me. And let no. me let me put this bit of uh, craziness no. out here that people don't really like to address. That Danny Kane is not the last group off the, on this list. That album was a bop. That okay. first Danny Kane album was a bop. They're okay. higher up on this list than what people want to talk about. I'm gonna back out. I'm not gonna say anything after that. But I'm just saying. That 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 they're higher up on this list than people want to talk about. I, I'm telling you, after I pick my three, I could I could care less what happens to the rest of them. I don't know what these like, some of these groups are. Like yeah, like I I cut close. I don't cut I mean, close. Jay, you know you were my other baby. Did join with a T sweat? Got me twisted, girl. You got me twisted over you. No. So Natalie says, "Are we talking purely for voices, hits, or lasting style for the culture?" I think you 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 wrap all three of them up, and you Agreed. make your choices. Brownstone, never a big fan of Brownstone. What is up with the in vogue? Y'all can y'all just I'm not, I'm YouTube not, was, in vogue? I was never. You got it. So Destiny Child, I think everybody agrees. Destiny Child is pretty much a no brainer, right? Yep. TLC, you TLC is the most. Um, Transformative group mm-hmm. here, like they, they did things differently than everybody else here. Yep. So you gotta include them, and then I think, and then vocally, I'm not sure any other group can touch in Vogue. As a, As a group, I agree <laughs> with that. 
Oh, I'm about to say we're gonna talk about this one. You just said as, as a collective unit, as, as a, a group. collective you group, yes. That's absolutely true. There are individual individual members, people. yeah, but as a collective. Jeez. And I guess it depends on which in vogue, but <laughs> and which Destiny's Child you talking about? Because you are gonna make me slander Michelle, like just because. Anyway. Nah, don't do that to Michelle. Destiny, Destiny Child was hot when Michelle was Steve was even in the group too. Don't. Yeah. How you just gonna clearly say they're vocally nah. better? Um, no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. Huh? Kelly. Did nobody say she couldn't sing? If Michelle can sing, Destiny Child, I'll be up there. Have you heard? I'm talking about as a group. Have you heard the stuff in Vogue was doing collectively as a group? Yes, I I did. Unfortunately. Yes, I had some in bold cuts. Yes, I just I don't know. They can do like acapella. They, <laughs> like, I'm just. They can do what do you, what do you call that? Is that acapella that they do on um? With no music. Y'all know that movie where they do all the parts with their mouth. The movie, Pitch Perfect. Yeah, yeah, acapella. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, acapella group. Yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. that's the right word. In Vogue can do that. Coco is nice, yo. Coco yes. is nice. SW. But their individual brown, the lead singer of Brownstone, right, is nice. There's people on every group. Yeah, there's nice singers in every group. I don't know. I why mean, there has to be a good, a strong person in every group. I wonder if we could have like a master group and hand pick. How many are you from looking for? Four or three? Five. I don't. I don't know. Check to me, ways. I don't know all the individuals. If the white boys can do five in <laughs> sync, that's a valid point. It's a valid point. Why can't black come, women do five? Come to check so many ways. Um, so top five individual singers of with the from a super group. You have to. Okay, obviously you got to give me Beyonce. Here's one you. I don't think most people are gonna really realize. I want. Left eye in that group because she could spit better than anybody on this list. She's probably the only one that can spit. Yeah, <laughs> her lyrics was nice. And here, here's what people gonna get me off. They gonna call me crazy. T Boss. T Boss's voice was very unique. It was. So you, so you formed a super group and you are gonna take T Boss and two TLC eye. members. Yep. Well then, and, and that lose that lose. You gotta, have, you gotta have the then you gotta have the TLC sound. Then right now you're saying your group is gonna be the TLC sound with Beyonce and two other two other women with with three other women with with uh, T Boz and Left Eye. Because Kristen you can't you can't take T Boz and and then do Never Gonna Get It or What a Man. You so who is that? Terry is the front is the main singer of Invoke Cliff. I don't, I don't know all their names. I don't even names. know all Me neither. That's oh, okay. When you, when you started going down this road, I said, I, I'm not qualified. If you know I think that Kristen sound Coco, yes. Beyonce, yes. I, I, I don't need anyone from Danity Kane. I'm sorry. Said, well, Dawn, Dawn can sing. Dawn can sing. She can sing. I just don't need anybody from Danity Kane. Why not when I have. Tasha. Tasha's the main person from Total was good too. Who's Tasha? I think Tasha's out of escape, Tasha, right? Yeah, I think that's escape. She was, she was the uh she, she, yeah. Now Brownstone, if you look at the picture, the one on the far right. Yeah, that she, was the main singer. That's the main singer? Okay, because she was the one that was uh, that was on Martin. 
She did uh-huh. the episode of Martin where she ripped it. She's a great singer, but she has a bad attitude, or at least she did on TV. All right. So that was fun. Y'all good? Yeah. Well, since that led me to, to think of this. What happens if we did a gospel version? And and uh, unfortunately, I can't, you can see if, if there's any I left out, but um, so you got to choose two, and this is even easier than the last one. You got to choose two from this list of gospel groups. Yo, Ramaya, what you know about Ramaya? You don't even know nothing about Ramaya. And this is uh, hard. This is super easy. Super easy. Super easy. You take Mary, Mary, and the Clark sisters. Like and, then you, and then you just walk away. <laughs> you walk away. <laughs> because some of, these, some of these other groups don't even have more than one album, number one. Yeah. This is true. You just got to take those two and walk away. Now, I really I like Trinity 5-7. I love Trinity 5-7. The thing that made me sad is I can't think of any more female groups. I think this is it. No, there's more. Who am I forgetting? I don't know. I there's had- definitely more. There's those, there's that group. Yeah, but in terms of established, I would say the Clark sisters and Mary Mary are probably the most established. Now, Trinity 5-7 has some bangers. But they only had like one, they had one I, big album and then another album that I think wasn't so great. And then Trinity Five Sisters and Ramaya, them sisters was fine. I, shout out to both Trinity Five Seven and Ramaya. Trinity Five Seven was Mary Mary before Mary Mary. Like yeah. Trinity Five Seven, they were the it female group. Because Ramaya, right. Ramaya was Jay Jay Moss. Right? No, Ramaya was um was the Matthew Knowles group. Oh yeah, they would be. They were. Yeah. Beyonce Boy had that gospel up. label. He yep. had Ramaya and he had Michelle Williams' first album. Yeah. Yes. Sure. And Ramaya had that one song, uh, "Turn It Out," that was hot, but then they went away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was keeping them all there just in case Michelle didn't work out in Destiny's Child. He needed to plug somebody else in. But I couldn't think of another female group. I, I tried. I like. I scoured online. I couldn't think of another female gospel group. Man. Yo, the Pace Sisters. Shout out. Uh, who was no? Who was the original group that Maddie Mark Clark, Maddie Moss Clark, Clark and and, um, and uh, Shirley Caesar was in? Are you talking about the Caravans? Yeah. Ah, oh, my brother. See, I knew somebody who said the Caravans. Okay. The caravan. I, I found out basically the caravans are like the gospel Avengers. Everybody in the gospel cinematic universe at one point was a caravan. Okay. Men, women, James Cleveland, like people just took turns on that on that joint. So oh. the caravans are not an all-female group, even okay. though they had Dottie, um, Inez and, and Shirley Caesar and bunch Albertina Walker. Yeah. But yeah, it was some guys in the caravans before yeah. they like I said. James- they were, at one point, yeah. They were the gospel Avengers. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that I could tell you uh, any caravan songs. Yeah, but I mean, this was unfortunately, and unfortunately, like none of these groups are still a group. Maybe the Pay Sisters, but like. No, the Clark Sisters are still there. Yeah, but there is, there's no, there's no more, even, even R&B, like the female group is fading away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, just the group in general, because nobody wants to cut that check up, but this make everybody uh because or, the or companies to, make it so tiny in the first place. Or nobody wants to deal with other people. Yep, exactly. That's part of it. That too. Yo, shout out to Mary Mary. 
Amen. Yeah. So this one, this one was easier than the first one, I think. Yeah. That's that's actually a good. Now you know it will be interesting to do one of these, and don't do groups; just do individual vocalists. That'll start a fight. <laughs> that will start a fight. I feel like we've done versions of that. We've done versions. Yeah. Of, you put them on the screen and have the. Oh, oh that, that makes a difference. Wait, wait, you can see it. Yep, that'll start a fight because sometimes people will forget slipping my mind. Brother, that was good. That was good right there. Yeah, that was fun. I don't mean no disrespect to Michelle. Michelle is an excellent singer. Very, she's a good, she's a very good singer. <laughs> Who are you responding to? You're the critic in your head. Okay. No, I just some of the some of the people. Let me know. There will Who be no Michelle that? Williams slander. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> so I'll, I, I'm no disrespect to Michelle. Michelle, we'd love to have you on. Mm-hmm. Talk right. about mental health with us, sis. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> wasn't ready. We're here. Let's go. I can't do it. She has a book about that. I just I don't know why. It just hit me. Just, I want to I want to show y'all something real quick and then we go we gonna uh just about be done. So I think I'm probably the only person, probably one of the few people on the show or in the neighborhood who has this issue. So I have you ever been singing your song? Right? Mm -hmm. This, you know, the Lord moves you, you know, the song, song comes in your heart, you start singing. Mm -hmm. I'm probably one of the few people who lives with someone who will absolutely wipe the floor with them when it comes to singing. Like, you absolutely do. destroy me when it comes to you singing. Do. So here I am just singing my song, but then this person I live with that set that can sing 80 times better jumps in. And then what's the point of me singing if you sound a million times better than me, right? We didn't ask for that. Maybe yeah, it was here, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to I'm trying to live and have my good time. You in the car and you just sing sing with me eight sing 80 times better than me. That's just self-esteem, just a little bit, just just a little. Just support you silently. See, sing baby. That's all you gotta do. We ain't ask you to kick a note too. No, so this is my pain. Um well, something like that happened to this brother uh in church. I want y'all to check it out. I don't know if you can hear, but there was he was trying to sing, turn it around, but someone in the audience uh, was out singing my man, and he wasn't too happy about it. First of all, from what I heard of him, he needed the help. You know what I'm saying? I, he may have been trying to have a moment, but obviously the Lord told her to step in on that particular moment. And it is the look of shock that was on his face that yeah, like, 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 she had the audacity to outsing me from. Look at that! that yeah, was, that was too much. Yeah, his spirit was off. That's why he right. take a seat. Take a seat, sir. Exactly. Seat. Your spirit is off, and so are your vocals. So go ahead and take a seat. And she just had to take care of it right there. All right, this last one. I don't know if this is a joke or this is real, but I'll play it, and y'all can decide for yourself. Because I gotta go through new. Hey, you're my 
I gotta go, and my hair is pinned on good, so it ain't going. Oh, bless his name. I'm not gonna start tonight because I'll, I'll give the interpretation, and then that's this will go into a whole new live. But anyway, I gotta join this church. Um, I gotta go through the proper steps because I gotta go through me. So yeah, I don't know if it's real or if it's fake, but you could decide. Can somebody tell me who she is? Because I've been seeing this all over the internet. And I'm not sure if it's real or if it's fake as well. And I've been wondering who she is or what she's doing. And who is this player that just came over and touched her? I, I hope they know each other like that. That's all I have to say. <laughs> the balloons make me think maybe it is real. Because maybe it's some kind of special thing like with her going live. The first thing I thought was like, keep your aunties off live, please. <laughs> This is, you know, we've had some curious things coming from aunties in this COVID season. Yeah. And it's just like, keep, live isn't for everyone. Um, Once you put it on the internet, it's out there. It's not just going to go to your followers. Mm. Like, come on. That wig has got to go. <laughs> All right, my brother. Huh? What happened? I, this isn't a rant. See, I was gonna get. You want me, me to go back to? The, you want me to go back to the video? If you could just, if you could, you can even mute her. I just, what constitutes a good wig? Because there's, and this is from by coming from somebody who doesn't know. And I, just, it's an honest question. What constitutes a good wig? First, go ahead. It should look like hair. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. I mean, that sounds funny, right? but like, that's a very basic, it is hard sometimes mm -hmm. to find, because wigs are expensive. That's the other thing. I don't wear wigs, but like my girls who do, they get their wigs custom made. Yeah. They, you know, this is, so you're, so you're buying the hair, which is already hundreds of dollars. Then you're getting it custom made. Right. And to Chris's point, because it needs to fit your head and stuff. You know, this is a serious thing. Um, I don't think that looks like hair. Mm -mm. And, look you know, I feel like that's just the most basic of it all. Just do your hair or put on a hat or something. Your like, OK, hair is going to look better than a bad wig. Right. Okay. And so when you see people going or look, you know, like walking around, oh, my gosh. This has made me think about, about somebody you. who I found out was wearing a wig. I, I can't do it. Can't but I can't, I can't go there. I cannot go it. there. But it just I just thought I got the visual. You know, sometimes it's like they face over here, but the wig over here, you know, just no. It, it's And I have seen the process, thank goodness, for the interwebs. Like there's an actual measuring of the head and people will put the little underlay on it and they will measure and mark your head off. And it's a whole different thing. And like my, some of my students have told me they make wigs from their dorms and it's a process. It's a process, mm. but it, it's just, I don't understand why there is just such a difference level sometimes. I don't think her wig is that bad. I wouldn't have noticed it if you didn't say anything. Oh, but again, I'm not the most observant when it comes to wigs. Uh, even I, don't I, like it. I wouldn't have noticed. 
and I'm she has three bundles of that's blue. what makes it think like maybe it's supposed to be a joke. I don't know. Cause it wig. Can you get Mac, please? Can you get Mac? Uh she has she has three bundles of Peruvian cat hair. Yeah. <laughs> also, what Derek James said is hilarious. Derek said that wig came <laughs> with a Rick James leather jacket for Party City. <laughs> Uh, right, so if it looks like something you would wear for Halloween, you should not wear oh, it seriously. Man. Oh my goodness! All right, brother, do you have a rant for the people? I don't. I don't have a rant for the people. I have a moment of joy to celebrate. Um, and it's it's a bit, you know, it's weird. You know, I've been <laughs> on a journey trying to do better for myself, and everybody has these what I call non-scale victories, and it's moments of things just happening in your life that you know you're making progress. I mm-hmm. list something off on my on my different socials, but I had one recently, uh, and <laughs> we went to a restaurant that I notoriously would not go to because I could not fit inside of the booths. Okay, okay. Without my entire stomach sitting up on the table with the appetizers. Uh-huh. Now, and let me tell you this, people, let me okay, this is my people. This is for my people. My people who are going through their own journeys in life. Maybe you haven't started your journey yet. If you are at a restaurant in which your stomach is sitting on the table right next to the salads, we might need to start to reevaluate things just as I had to. I'm just, this is something I'm going to put out there. This is something between you and me. But anyway, at the last, <laughs> you try not to laugh, but it's real. It's real. That's all I'm trying, but you're doing it in a funny way. But it is real. Would you, you see, say that that was like your mm-hmm. there was rock a, was, bottom, as it were? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's a real thing. Texas Roadhouse. They have the tightest boost in the business. <laughs> they do have some tight boosts, though. I and was going to say, there's some places where it's like, this isn't really up to code. Yep. And okay. I have been feeling good about myself. I was like, hey, man. That's exciting. I, like, I felt good. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, let and my, my, my daughter's asked to go to Texas Roadhouse. And usually, we just I'm just like, no, we're not going to Texas Roadhouse. We can order it from there. We're not going there. Okay. I was like, yo, I want You never told them why. I never told him why. Okay. Never told him why. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Yo, I'm too fat to fit in this booth and I can't breathe. So no, we ain't going in there. I went in there and I was able to slide in and out of that sucker. I had room between my stomach and the table. Was sliding right. 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 I was like, hey, there's room in here. Oh, hey. Because it, it was so bad. I used to have to. I used to have to. It's not funny, but it's funny. I can joke about it now. Me and my wife couldn't sit on the same side. I had to take my smallest child with me on my side. So mm-hmm. it was enough room for everybody. But me and my wife sat on the same side and everything. It was a whole wonderful thing. I may be sharing too much. No, it's not a thing. thing. No, maybe this will motivate somebody. A bad thing. You know, that's a real thing. Encourage someone. You know, tight <laughs> brew. Somebody said tight booth, fire bread and cinnamon butter. Yes. But that yeah, bread. that bread is just crack. But anyway, that that's and when just- you order it to go, it <laughs> you so much bread. It's just, it's just a styrofoam thing full of those pearls. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. There are some rough days I had during the pandemic. Okay. It's just like some people needed a shot. 
Right. You was eating bags of bread. Bags of, <laughs> I was just, Lord, it was just me, my bottle of wine. I am trust I'm paying for it now, but yeah. Just, just, just need some carbs in my life. I take this row house bread. There's something <laughs> real special about those rolls. It is. And we're going to find it's something, out. It's something holy about them. We're going to find out down the road. Like whatever was in it was probably not a good thing. But any which way, that was just my moment. And it's like, now, now I'm nice. Like yo, you name the restaurant. I I I got my shots outside, opening back. I can sit in the booth. They go wherever you want now. It's I used to feel bad. Here's another over overshare. My wife, when we used to go into restaurants, she didn't realize. I just, I don't think she knew I used to do it. I mean, I saw her doing it. She would look to me to ask, like, yo, are we sitting? There? They would ask, you want a table or a booth? And before I was like, table, 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 because that's the only thing I was sitting at. I was like booth because I was I was focused. I'm like I'm gonna get inside this booth, and I was scared walking up to it. I was nervous, and so I could tell that even my wife was paying attention as I slid in the booth. She's like, "Hey!" <laughs> she got legitimately. Look at you. <laughs> it's funny. It's not. It shouldn't be funny, but it's funny to me. It, it, it's it's hilarious. Anyway, but that that's that's where I am today. Just to, to my people out there, you want to grind, doing what you got to do, take care of yourself, find your non-scale uh, victories, your NSVs, as I call them, and keep it rocking. Yeah. Thank you. I, thank you for telling me. I had no idea what NSV was. Yes, sir. I saw Natalie put in the chat. I was like, okay, I'll just, one of the things I'll just understand by and by. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Thank you. Well, congratulations, man. That's amazing. Appreciate That's it. really exciting. Awesome. Dr. T, Dr. T, what tea do you have for the people? I don't have any tea. I've been real. I'm not at home, so I've been real semi-vacation mode. So okay. I don't have any tea. I will probably have some before we go on our little hiatus. I haven't been watching the news. I feel so much better. I mean, I've been answering my emails, sort of. <laughs> I haven't been watching the news. I haven't been listening to the news. Um, I just feel real light and nice. Can, can I put, while she don't got no tea, let me say one thing. This isn't really a rant. This is just a stand I'm taking. Okay. So let me tell y'all this. I'm double tapped up. I got my 5G chip in me. I got my vax. I'm finding that I'm having a trouble adjusting back out to life in public as I'm trying to get back there. So let me make a declaration. I'm out here. I'm dapping up and I'm handshaking. I'm back to doing what I do. I, it, it, I'm back to dapping up. I'm back to hugging. If, if you feel so comfortable, that that's where I am at now. Because I've had some several awkward interactions with folks where I didn't know where people were at, and so I go, "Hey, oh, hey!" And then somebody came in for the. I was like, "Oh," and I didn't know, and so it was very awkward for a, like it's happened three times. It was like for a legitimate five, 10 seconds a piece. We just didn't know how to greet each other. And so I said, I'm not doing this no more. And so, hey, if pre-COVID we were on a hugging basis, we back to hugging. If pre-COVID we were on a dapping up basis, we're back to dapping it up. Now, for those of you who were in neither of those statuses, that does not mean you get to jump to either a hug or a dap status. If I'm a nod head, we still nodding head. I don't know you like that still. Okay? But it's been so long. It's been, you got to. But I just need to be clear with people. We back to where our basics are. And, and guess what? If you're not sure what status we are, that means we were at a head nod status. 
That's where we here's work. here's the thing though with that. I I am gonna be sort of a mask lifer. Uh okay. I appreciate and it may not seem like it. I okay. really am a private person. Um, I can understand. And that. I appreciate the privacy of the mask. The privacy. <laughs> I appreciate people not knowing it's me. Now, the unfortunate thing is because people know my hair. Right. And I guess my height, like, usually they know it's me. They're like, Tamika? And I'm like, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'll start pretending like I don't know people, but. So, so you, you in with the people. mask, huh? Yep. Are you also going to patrol the streets of Gotham? Batman! <laughs> wow, I'm I'm keeping my mask, and people should feel okay if they want to keep their mask. Mm -hmm. In the, I'm not going to be awkward. Like I'm not going to be it. Uh, I'm not eating in restaurants yet, though. But I will keep my mask on for you know my my regulars. I also I will say this one thing. I was at the grocery store today, and I'm in an area. That's not predominantly white, but it's predominantly, but it's not predominantly black either. And you know what I recognize? Talk to me. Social distancing and what counts as personal space, the metric for that is cultural. Cultural. Talk to this, sis. Talk to this. Because I'm, you know, I went to the grocery store in like the middle of the day. So it wasn't a lot of people in there. I turned around and I had, I was, I had on my mask. But my face, my eyes probably did all the cursing for me because this brother, his wife was said something to him, I believe in Spanish, and then he backed up. Right. Because I was like, <laughs> I was like, the dude was bagging my groceries. Oh, I love it down here. They bag your groceries and they will put them in your car for you. Okay. Uh, but so the dude was talking to me about my groceries. Da, da, da. He's being sweet. And then so, you know, I'm, I'm trying to pay for my thing. Why are you right here? The dude was right here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is a cultural thing. And I just feel like, I don't know. Like, I think as black folk, we were always sort of socially distant if we didn't know you. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like we just learned that. Mm -hmm. But that's not I have been at some parties and this is how you know if people have had one too many at the Christmas party. Oh. They start here then they're here. And mm. it's uh, uh, okay. Yep. Hey hey okay. man, hey. I just want to say it's been a great year. <laughs> I really appreciate everything. Yeah, they're right here. I said, "Hey, player. Hey. Appreciate <laughs> just This is intimate now. <laughs> Like, I know what kind of toothpaste you use or not. Or don't. It's too intimate. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Back up. Hey, let me let me touch on this real quick. This is this is an unintentional rant. Let me get uh Dr. Uh, Sister Natalie James's last comment on there. Uh no, no, not the last one, but the people don't show their people don't show their natural behinds of all this va vaccine and mass stuff. I'll keep mine. Thank you. Hashtag can't trust it. Let me say this. Let me say this. I don't believe people should be able, people should be made to feel like a villain if you are making decisions about whether or not you're ready to get the vaccine or not. I, oh, I, I, I just, as, as long as people are being safe and they're being smart, they're maintaining their social distancing, keeping their mask on, 
people shouldn't be made to feel one way or another about it. Especially, like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Black folks do do this. Man, boy, you still got that mask on, boy? Take that mask off, boy. You know me. Come here, hug my neck. Like, as we move into the summer. Yeah, I got <laughs> my neck. You, you never heard that? I have. Time, That's how I'm laughing. The first time I had Terza had, had somebody tell me to hug their neck, this was a solidly built woman. Like, she was about 6'2". <laughs> And she hit the weight room. Okay. Mm. Come here, boy, hug my neck. You know, yes, like, yes ma'am. To my yes, sisters ma'am. who lived. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I said, okay, but hey, if you as people are being safe and they have made a decision that they want to keep their mask on, don't ridicule them. You know what I'm saying? Give them their space, people, and, and, uh. and let them have what they need to do. And be careful who you're talking about because you don't know around you who may have got the vaccine and who may not have. And people out here, and a lot of people didn't get it. Right, y'all. They they keep talking about how many people have got it. What is it like half of right. the eligible people or something like that? That means there's tens of millions of people who are mm-hmm. not vaccinated. And kids, just, and kids just became eligible. Teenagers, I should say. Right. Just and so eligible. you never know, and then you never know who people are living with and all that kind of thing. So there, there is to your point, Dre. This is we are about to be going into some very awkward social wow. air. Like this is gonna be weird. This mm-hmm. is gonna be weird. But we just have to, you know, hang on and remember. But what I'm saying is, I think that it'll be weirder for you depending on what your norm was beforehand. And I think for some of us, like black people naturally social distance. Right, right. <laughs> Unless we know you. Unless we know you. We don't even eat like black people legit will not eat unpackaged food unless we know something about the people who brought it. We don't just eat stuff out the lunchroom. Who, who made the potato salad? Who made this? Who made this? Mm-mm. Where did this come from? Unless it's like now I might mess with some. Girl Scout cooks or something like that, but it, generally speaking, we avoid communal food that we that's not prepackaged unless we know the source of it. And we can, I mean, because <laughs> it's like because you will. Let's be honest. If we take it back to the potlucks, like you had to some type of potluck, you need to know who made what just to understand what exactly may be in that bowl. <laughs> For instance, if I've seen. I'm going to be careful what name I... If I see Lucy walk in and she done brought something in, but I look at Lucy every day and I see nothing but cat and dog hair all over her. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be like, what did Lucy bring in? And it's always something it. weird. Like, Excuse you know, me. This is weird to me. Zucchini bread. Why is that a thing? <laughs> but it's not that bad, though. But yeah, I don't know. Disrespect zucchini bread. It's not bad. Understand? If you go bring something in, why can't you bring in like chocolate chip cookies or like brownies? Because that's what they People do. People bring in something so specific. Let me I've ask been you. To meetings, I've been like, what is this? I can't even pronounce the stuff that they pass it around. There's a stereotype that I put out there, and that I share it with people, and I want to see maybe I was off. Do black people do angel food cake? I have never had a black person's angel food cake. We do pound cake. Yes. <laughs> okay. We, I do said, we don't do nothing that light. <laughs> we yes. got sugar on sugar on sugar on butter on sugar. Okay. And one time I had to break this down. We were in a lunch setting and they broke down the angel food cake. And I just started laughing. They're like, I was like, um, they're like, you want some? I said, nah. Black people don't do. They were just eating cake. plain angel food cake. No, we do. 
pound cake, chocolate <laughs> cake. Did they, did they put like strawberries and like whipped cream on it? Oh my gosh. It was, a, it was a fresh angel food cake and people was happy. <laughs> I was like, we do pound cake. We don't do angel food cake. Like that's not us. And and I realized as I said it, because I said this, let me be clear. I realized I said this at work. And so to make that type of stereotypical stereotype written statement in my position can be somewhat against the rules. Yeah, yeah, it's a little shaky. But I don't think I was wrong. Like I I haven't had anybody real really just say, Yeah, I as a person of I as a black person. Do angel food cake, and if you if your people do, oh, that's true, Derek. We also do Seven Up cake. It, 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 now, and let me Derek squares by the Seven Up cake. Can we talk yeah, about the difference? The difference. What is your the Seven difference? Up in it? Right, but is it the same other ingredients as pound cake? But it just got Seven Up in it. It tastes different. It tastes different. And usually, in my experience, seven up cake is iced at the end. Okay. okay. And pound cake, I think, generally isn't. Have you ever had an iced pound cake? I have. Yes. I'm about to say because I can put. But it's and then usually a seven up cake is in that bunt uh, shape. Uh, Yeah. Right. You use the bunt pan, and pound cake you usually don't. It's usually a loaf situation. See. Sometimes it's a full cake, but I sometimes it's a, a loaf situation. I grew up with a bunt for my pound cakes. My mama making me okay, pound cake. Okay, okay. Now to my mama, but she also makes a seven up cake, and I'll be like, it's different. I'll, I'll be expecting, I'll be my mouth is set for a pound bite, but then I get a seven up bite, and it's just like I was thrown off. I'm sorry, we got too. We're fast. all off. Thank you, Derek. Just explained to me about proximity. He said when he hooped in Mexico, we were told to take up most of the space between the next person and any line we were in or someone would cut in. Okay. So here's the thing. Okay. That's not the rule here. So (laughs) people have to adjust. (laughs) Give me my space in the public's line. Thank you. (laughs) All right. This, This is all real things. I don't know how we got here. I forget, but just thank you all for- How did we get anywhere? Going for me on this journey. Thanks, neighbors. I, I'm a baker. The neighbors enjoyed it. The neighbors enjoyed it. They were in it. They into it. Anytime you talk about food, they start going in. Joyce, Sarah Lee, we're gonna introduce you to some different. I, I don't do. I don't bake, mm-hmm. but I'm sure somebody I go to church with. Can kill a pound cake. Oh no, Miss Vicky. And this is the perfect compliment to whatever you're going to give us. A cup of Rothrock coffee. Yeah. (laughs) And so we can make this happen, Joyce. Rothrock, pound cake, and not Sarah Lee. We're gonna we're gonna do. It'll be good. Can I ask a question? See, this is the last. Uh, Here we go. Last bad boy question I got for the day. Somebody mentioned a cobbler. Derek, it, it is my belief that a cobbler has to have a crust on the bottom and the top. Yes, in order to be to be considered a cobbler. That's correct. I got people out here running around with only having crusts on the top. That's called a dump cake. That they've been calling a cobbler. No, and I feel that's a violation of protocols. That is. But I just wanted to be sure that's just not my fat boy reasoning, but that there are other people out there who understand this. 
a cobbler has it on the top and the bottom of the crust. Yes. If it's, if it's something just on the top, that's called dump cake. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. I think different, sure. the more that something becomes shared by different people, different people remix it. And so that's why. Okay. There's a real, food is very cultural, but it's also regional. It, within cultures. That, that's a whole different thing. We, we can get into that. Because somebody's fried fish from different parts of the country is very different. It's a whole different thing. That's right. <laughs> How do you get the fried fish? I'm just saying is I, I know it look at ribs. Ribs depending upon where you at. Wet, dry, you know what I'm saying? More of a vinegar, vinegary, more of a uh, sweet. If you do a beef rib, a pork rib, pork rib there's a lot a happening. Short rib, Are you uh, taking but, the membrane you know. off or you're not taking the membrane? Cliff, there's a lot happening here. I'ma just we're going, we're going. Okay, I'm done. I'm done, brother. Go ahead. It's all right. It's all right. I, I can get down with some ribs. That sounds ribs. so good. Telling y'all, ribs in a slow cooker. The best. That's what I heard. Slow, brother. Low and slow. The best. They mm -hmm. fall off the boat. And easy, right? Easy. Mm -hmm. Super easy. Hard to mess them up. Ribs in a slow cooker. All right. Y'all, y'all good? Y'all got something else y'all want to talk about? It's the neighbors. They were just saying stuff, and I had to, I felt I had to respond, but I'm good now. I'm done. Okay. Cause now they now our neighbors are going here about catfish and spaghetti and wings. And we got wings. There's a whole lot happening here. Oh man. All right. Catfish with you. Sure you good? I got questions, but I don't want to start us down the whole path. I have what questions. Barbara said. No, no. Like, oh, wait, wait. Oh, I thought she said dusty. Okay. Uh, what Chris said. I've seen plates of it on the internet and I don't understand it. Y'all never had that? Yeah, I've had it. Spaghetti I, is a side to other, a lot of people. I don't you understand that. I the spaghetti is a side? Yeah, spaghetti is oh, yeah. a meal. People will use it is, it's, but it's also like macaroni and cheese is a meal to some people and a side to others. Spaghetti is the same way, yeah, to some, but that's a more old school thing. You, we generally, I think, as a people, don't eat like that anymore. But well, we shouldn't <laughs> she said, well, but there, there are people with spaghetti just we shouldn't be, but yeah, <laughs> people eat fried chicken, it's and just meat on meat, <laughs> fried chicken. I don't get that. I don't okay, and I guess as you put it, if I can consider macaroni and cheese aside, I should be able to consider spaghetti aside. So you are correct. Yes, it yeah. is aside. I yeah. do not consider mac and cheese a meal. I've never no. understood that. I don't care how much lobster you put in it; that's still <laughs> not the main part of the meal. I got the lobster mac and cheese. Where's the meat? Because that's not it. I'm sorry. I'm done. Sorry. We're ready to move. We're lobster ready. mac and cheese. I, I love macaroni and cheese. Lobster mac and cheese. I could. I could do without. I yeah. agree. It's a different thing. Yeah. Different beast altogether. Yeah. It compromises the integrity of the mac and cheese. It does. <laughs> Those my, flavors are fighting. I agree with you, Cliff. Not to say it is nasty. I just. I could do without it. I agree. Oh man. 
We, we this is one of because the- it's not best with the macaroni elbow pasta. That's best with more of like what they what is it ziti? Oh, I was that sort of. Pasta. I'm just saying, if macaroni and cheese is good, it can just stand on its own. Right. It doesn't need any help from. from but yeah, when you put lobster in it, you start have to do different things to it to make it go together. See, people are getting me mad. I'm gonna be quiet. Go ahead. Go ahead. You talking about Richard and his Chick Fil A? Put this on the screen real quick. Hey, 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 hey! Let me address this. I'm a. I said it before. I'm gonna say it again. I had this discussion with my mother. It may have gotten a little louder. I love my mother. I apologize. Y'all gonna quit going around here acting like uh, this. This uh, Chick Fil A mac and cheese is a real mac and cheese. Stop that. No, I refuse. I bind it up. I, I cast it out in the name of Jesus. No, it's just the be- It's the better fast food mac and cheese. It's better than what's out there. Otherwise. People have been so serious about this. It's yeah. good. Somebody. It's I not will- like your mama made it, but it's good. It, yeah, it, it, it's better than stuff you get at school. Yeah, and it's not it's as better good than like KFC, homemade, but it's better right. than it's better than any other restaurant, uh-huh. fast food restaurant. There was somebody's family gathering. I'm not gonna put them out there. All I know is the mac and cheese wasn't getting made, but they went and bought the the industrial size from Chick Fil A. <laughs> Went and put took it out the dish, put it in one of their dishes, and called it a wrap. Then we I, then we just have then we just say you can't sub out the side. You can sub out the fried chicken. But I'm just, that's all I'm saying. You can't outsource the macaroni and cheese. And I, I, when I found out, I said I shall not partake. <laughs> I would give you a pass if it happened during the pandemic. Maybe they didn't have time. It what it what I can't. I'm not. I'm not gonna give nothing away. I'm just he gonna, said it was. So I we'll give them a pass. Be, yes. But I'm just saying. All right. Never again. People, people are not exiting. <laughs> We've had enough of our talk of our okay. We're done. All right, y'all. We do this show every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on Facebook and YouTube. Um, so if you want to check out the show live, we appreciate it. You can go to the YouTube page or Facebook. Um if you can't, you can always watch the show on demand. Go to turntneighbor.com for all the ways. You can watch or listen on demand, whether it's the podcast, YouTube, Facebook, Business Bully TV, lots of different ways for you to check out the show. Um, if you can't watch on demand, you can watch on demand anytime you want. So middle of the night, whenever. Listen on your way to work or whenever you want. We appreciate any way that you watch or listen because you could be doing a lot of other stuff, but chose to hang with us. So we are very happy and we appreciate it. Thank you very much. To the neighbors, thank you everybody for who commented and hung out with us live today. We really appreciate all the comments and interacting with us. Y'all got anything else? All right, neighbors. Um, we love y'all. Until next time, take care. Be blessed. Peace. Joyce, you're going to hear from us, Joyce. You're going to hear from us. Peace with Joyce. Holla, Joyce, they're they coming for you, Joyce. You better get any breakfast sandwiches at Rothrock. I'm over breakfast sandwiches, guys. Joyce, Joyce that, that Chinese food is gonna have to live up to the billing now. Yeah, Joyce, uh, yo, we, Joyce, we coming for all I, of I, can, I can literally see their mouths watering. Through, you better bring the, the food and the coffee, everything. <laughs> Joyce, we're gonna see you. <laughs> oh, goodness.